Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Hi, Cecilia. How are you doing today? I couldn't be better, Pastor Dave. How about you? I am fine. Although, you know what occurred to me when we were away from room 4216 the other day? What's that? This is a real good place to come. If you're not having a good day, because here we are with the Word of God, and we hear from Him His love and His forgiveness and guidance and direction, and at least it puts a perspective and a spin on it that says... And that's how God sees it. (laughs) So, what are we going to study today? You got to choose the last one. I did? Oh, yeah, I I did. did. Obadiah, nice little book of the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. often overlooked, but with so much mercy and grace there. Well, I found a book in the New Testament that is very often overlooked and has so much mercy and grace in it. Uh, oh, really? Well, yes, it also has some other things in it. Okay, what book is that? The book of Jude. Hmm. What do we know about Jude? Not much. Hmm. Do you know when it was written? No. Do, do, do we know who it was written to? Not exactly, no. Is this a mystery book? Uh, there are some things we don't understand in it, but... Hmm. I don't know if I'd call it a mystery book exactly. Hmm, because I like mysteries. <laughs> uh, I have a friend who has a, a old radio collection of I Love a Mystery. Does that count? Ooh. No. Oh. Well, let's see if we can dig in and find out some answers to some of that, or at least some vague concepts, and let's look at the whole book of Jude. Hey Jude, don't let me down Take a sad song and make it better Remember to let her under your skin I don't remember those last words Words, words, words Na, 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 na Jude Verse 1. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. Well, for our saying in the last segment, there we don't know much about it. There's a lot here, actually. <laughs> yes, there is. Jude, he's the brother of James. It's interesting that he says now, the wait, brother... Is this the same brother, uh, or is this the same James? Uh, we had a study on uh, the book of James a while ago. Is it the same James? Um, th- um, well, you tell me. The reason he's saying James is because James is the pillar of the church in Jerusalem. Everybody knew that James and Peter were the two primary ones. And this James is the brother of Jesus. And we know that from others. Mm -hmm. So now, you tell me, who wrote the book of James? Well, James, the brother of Jesus, did. And by the way, this Uh is not the same James uh, who was the disciple of Jesus, of James and John fame, 
This is the actual half-brother of Jesus. And Jude is not the one who betrayed Jesus. That's Judas Iscariot. Iscariot. Mm-hmm. So this is, these are common names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jude was uh, a name that was taken off of or was very similar to the name Judah, which is, uh, he was a, a prominent uh person in the lineage of Jesus. In fact, and, Jesus came from him, mm-hmm. the Lion of Judah, uh, mm-hmm. and the uh, one of the twelve sons of... Jacob. Abraham, Isaac. Jacob, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Now, it says he's a servant. Now, this is interesting. We talked a little about this. I read something just a little bit ago that uh, to a Roman, being a slave, and that's what this word servant means here, is like death. Mm, yes. But... And usually, Roman soldiers just executed people. Um, and, but once in a while, they would keep them alive and make them their slaves. Well, this is Jane, uh, Jane, no, this is, this is Jude. <laughs> Getting a little confused here. This is Jude's way of saying, well, I was as good as dead because of my sin, but I am made alive because of Jesus. Because uh, what we were reading a while ago indicated that for the Roman to keep the person alive was actually an act of mercy. Which leads us then into what uh, Jude actually said. Mercy, peace, and love. We'll come back to that. But even before those three, he said to whom he's writing. And what were those three, do you remember, Cecilia? To those who have been called. Called. Who are loved by God, the loved. Father. And kept, kept by Christ Jesus. So we got three things there. Called, loved, and kept. The Father loves, and so God so loved the world that he sent his only Son. Jesus is our, our um, Redeemer. He's the one who not only redeemed us, but uh, brought us out of the kingdom of darkness into light. And who does the calling? The Holy Spirit. I was just going to say, we are mm-hmm. called by the Spirit. Through loved, the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loved by God the Father mm-hmm. and kept, redeemed, kept safe by Jesus Christ. And again, that could almost flip back to a Roman soldier. If he doesn't kill somebody but makes him his slave, now he's part of his house. You don't mess with my house. I will keep you. And that's what Jesus says, saying, we are his. He will keep us. And he keeps us safe because we are his. And because of those three, the Trinity, we do have mercy, peace, Peace and and love. love. Now, one of the things about the book of Jude that you all might not be aware of, it's very short, Um, like how many verses? 25. 25 verses. And so, in some ways, this is, is, um, Jude has one or two key thoughts, and and, and he takes sidetracks on many different ways. And so, for that reason, 
Uh, we found in the front of the NIV Bible in Braille the a one nice you can get from Lutheran Braille workers. Right, a nice simple outline. So Cecilia, would you read that outline? Yeah. I think we'll start with this outline, and then we'll unpack this stuff. Yeah. Number one, salutation. That's the greeting. Hello. Verses one and two. We just did that. Number two, occasion for the letter. Verses three and four. Why in the heck did you write this? Number three, warning against false teachers, verses five through sixteen. Five through sixteen. That's a lot. That's 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 about half of the letter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number four, exhortation to believers. Direction, commands, guidance to the believers. That's verses seventeen through twenty-three. Seventeen to twenty-three. So six verses. And number five, concluding doxology. That's verses 24 through 25. And it's a beautiful doxology. You can't mm-hmm. wait to get to that. That's what Jude is noted for. So as we go through this letter, um, I th- well, let's look. Instead of going verse by verse by verse, first let's see if we can find the heart and center of it maybe. Well, the music interlude was only about 10 seconds, but let me tell you, everybody, we have read and reread and worked through and outlined and then re-outlined and worked down to try to find the basic heart and, and basic thought of Jude so much. I bet we've spent a good four, if not five hours. Mm, yes, most certainly. And... We finally came up, I think, with what, what Jude is basically saying, and then we'll, we'll explain. By the way, we did try to make this actually into a Twitter. Yeah, I gave Pastor Dave a challenge <laughs> because he was teaching me this yeah. technique of finding the key verses, and I said, all right, you're trying to Twitterize this. And we got real close. We got down to 158 characters, and you got to get 144, and with a little more work, it might have been done, but... I finally said, this is enough, let's record. So, If, if anyone wants to see it, though, we'll show it to you at some point. Read verse 4. <laughs> For certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. Okay, this is the setting it up. Certain men, and I love how it said secretly, what was it, sneaked in? Slipped in among slipped you. Slipped in among you. So they did it covertly and they slid in okay keep reading they are godless men who change the grace of our god into a license for immorality and deny jesus christ our only sovereign and lord and the reason they're godless men and the reason he speaks about them as slipping in and such is because they are changing the grace of god meaning a gift from him to something else, and they're denying Jesus. So they're doing two huge things. Now if you'll go down to verse 19. Verse 19. Uh, All right, I have it. Go ahead and read. These are men who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts 
and do not have the Spirit. Okay, those are the three things and how uh, they are working um, on a natural level so that they can be seen. They divide, they don't build up, they uh, are on instincts rather than spiritual matters, and uh, what was the third one again? They do not have the Spirit. They don't have the Spirit. So they're looking to uh, build up themselves, boasting of themselves. So when you say a natural level, you do not mean a good thing here. Not at all. Not at all. Read on, uh, if you would. Sure. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. So Jude finally gives the positive. Okay, he said, look out for these guys. Now, you build yourself up, you pray, and keep yourself in God's love until the mercy of Jesus is revealed. So, the basic theme of the book of Jude, I'm going to now try to roll it all together. The heart of the book of Jude, Jude is saying... Contend for the faith. There are some who have, are, have changed the grace of God, deny Jesus. They're seen because they divide, they run on natural instincts, and they're not spiritual. You, however, build yourself up. Pray. And, uh, in, yeah, it's pray in the Holy Spirit, of course. Keep yourself in God's love. Now, as we work through, and we're going to now read uh, the book of Jude, and we'll point out these things, how men have slipped in, and they, they divide, they run instincts, and uh, um, what was the third one? Divide, instincts, and um, not spiritual. We'll show how these things come out in the whole book of Jude, and then end up with how we are then to build ourselves up, pray, and keep ourselves in God's love. Jude 3 Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt I had to write to you and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. For certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are godless men who change the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign and Lord. So this is verse 3 and 4. This is the introduction that Jude gives. Wouldn't you have loved to have gotten that other letter where he would rather have talked about salvation? It sounds like he wanted to be joyful, but he can't here. No, he can't. Because, and and contend for the faith. Contend means fight. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Don't let it go. And and what is that faith but the, the grace of God? The whole message of salvation. That it is a gift given to us, earned and, and won on the cross of Jesus. And there were some who were saying, no, you got to do this and this as well as. 
And then he also goes to the other extreme, and he's fighting the cause uh, of, of immorality. Got to say that carefully. Not immortality, but <laughs> immorality. That, hey, since we're forgiven, we can do anything we want. Nah, go ahead. God will forgive you. And, and, and if you're worried about it, just go to church on Sunday and, and ask for a couple more uh, blessings or something. What we call cheap grace. Yeah, and, and that cheap grace is cheap, meaning it costs us nothing. Um, it's a Dietrich Bonhoeffer phrase that he, um, he didn't have cheap grace. He spoke about what Jesus is, who he is, and he was willing to die for it. And he did die in a concentration camp in uh, World War II because he wasn't about to, 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 to uh, let the faith go that Jesus is the one who saves us. And that's what people were doing, denying that Jesus is God, but just a man, and that it was God the Father who sent Jesus to save us. That's the faith that he felt we need to contend. And so he was fighting about that. And, and he's going to speak about these men uh, a bit more. You here mean in, Judas. Judas, yeah, here in the next section. Okay, now, if you'll remember again about these ungodly men who deny God's grace and or change God's grace and deny Jesus, and the three things were that divide. The divide. They yep. follow natural instincts. Natural instincts. And they do not don't have, a, have the, the spirit. spirit. Don't have the spirit. That means they're not spiritual. That means they're not connected with God, but they're separate from God. They're following their instincts, that's human instincts, and instead of pulling together, they're separating things. Okay, with that in mind now, if you'll read uh, verses 5 through 7. Though you already know all this, I want to remind you that the Lord delivered his people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority, but abandoned their own home. These he kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. In a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire. Okay, they, and it could be all three of these. Now, the Sodom and Gomorrah, what does, when you hear that, what, what do you think of Sodom and Gomorrah, just the little bit you know? I think of uh, fire and brimstone. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, Why did God send fire and brimstone? Because these people were, uh, they were sexually totally perverted because they were just going off of that natural instinct and just trying to fulfill and and tantalize that instinct of sexual relations of any sort fulfill their own lusts Mm -hmm. so that's where we have that is the example the 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 sodom and gomorrahites i think that's a word sodomites Sodomites gomorrahites yeah (laughs) uh follow their natural instincts Mm mm-hmm um, the angels, they were unspiritual because they separated themselves from God. 
Now, do you mean the story of the, uh, which we don't know much about, but that there was apparently a war in heaven? We read a little mm-hmm. bit about it in, in some of the, like, Revelation, things like that. And one-third of the angels decided, we're going to rebel here. Yes. Is that the one? Yes, that's the one. That's the one. And they wanted to be like God. Maybe we should stop and read that. We'll do that in just a second in the next segment. We'll read about that. And then the the first example he gives, it's note, isn't it interesting? He notes God brought the Israelites out of Egypt. He first starts with that grace, that gift God gives. It isn't that, that they walked out. They didn't free themselves. Mm-mm. They were slaves to the Egyptians. And yet God broke those bonds of, of slavery. And they were brought, his chosen people. Uh-huh. And brought them into freedom, into a new land. But some of them didn't believe. And they divided and, and tried to um, um, cause issues among the Israelites. And so God punished them. Those are the three examples that Jude gives us. Yeah. In that last uh, segment, I just have to pause and, 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 and touch once again. I love how Jude started with the grace of God because that was one of the things that that he was saying. They've changed the grace of God. And he started with people that were enslaved in Egypt and how he brought them out. And that reminds me of another apostle and what he wrote in a similar vein. And uh, do you have Galatians there? I do. Chapter 1, if you read verses 6 through 9, this is Paul writing to the Galatians. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Different gospel. Which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preached to you, let him be eternally condemned. So here Paul, just like Jude, is, 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 is warning them, be careful. Uh, yeah, but uh, Jude was warning, uh, and he seemed worried. Paul is ticked. Yeah. He's mad. I guess you're right. Yeah, he is mad. Because they're moving away from the gospel. And now go back to verse 3. He does a quick summary of the gospel, if I am remembering right, okay. of Jesus Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age. Okay, if we had any question of what the gospel is, right there, boom. Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. who gave himself to rescue us from this present evil age. Love to say a lot more, and we did mention uh, in the last segment about angels. I'm afraid our time is up, Cecilia. Uh, it always happens. So we'll have to hold that off to to the next episode. So do come back uh, to Room 4216 for our next episode. We'll pick up with the, the discussion of 
angels as it relates to the book of Jude. And if you want to write to us, you can always do so at info, I-N-F-O, at not-alone.net. Don't forget about Facebook. Search out Room 4216 or Pastor Dave Andrus, A-N-D-R-U-S. And Pastor Dave, Mm -hmm. we are not alone. Do come back again to Room 4216. Credits. Interlude musicians Terry Nord and Robert Vaughn and Hey Jude, written by Paul McCartney. The performer wishes to remain anonymous. Pastor Dave. Give it up, please.